let's understand confidence and self-esteem. Like a lot of teens and, and young young adults, young people experience low confidence at some point in their lives. I think every one of us. And um, a lot of that has to do with how we value other people's opinions, our peers' opinions in high school and middle school, like the cracking, the, the jokes, the, the bullying, the making fun of, like the appearance is a really big deal. It can be caused by a variety of different factors, this low self-esteem. Uh, bullying is one, uh, negative self-talk. So based off of what you see in your environment, in the world, you look in at, at the mirror and you say, I don't look as good as that. I cannot accomplish things like that. That athlete is better than me. He can jump further, he can jump higher, she can spike the ball harder. And then the self, the negative self-talk comes into play. Past experiences endured earlier on in childhood development, like sexual assaults, um, you know, different types of physical abuse, parents divorcing, a bad breakup. It's important to understand that low confidence is not permanent though. It's not permanent. It's not a a permanent state that will last forever. And there are things that we can actually do to improve it. But this is the trick. You have to do something. We have to take action. Uh, Welcome to the Therapy Swag Radio. I'm your host, Jeremiah J. Rankins, a.k.a. Therapy Swag. And today we are going to talk about ways to improve your self-esteem and gain the confidence you need to succeed in life. I'll be back in less than 60 seconds. Yo, this is uh, segment two, I, I guess. Uh, this is segment two, I wanted to kick off talking about uh, ident- identifying negative thoughts and, 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 and self-beliefs. But before we get into that, I want to share a story. I recently um, kind of adopted this kid as my mentee, and, and I brought him on the team. And one of the things that I was trying to do was teach him about um, self-esteem, confidence, and uh, standing out from the crowd, being him. And one of the things that I challenged him to do was put on a suit, wear a suit at least like once a month. And I was going to buy that suit for him. I was prepared to pay like $400 to $1,000. He was a big guy. He's, he's a big kid. He's a big kid. And so one of the reasons why I wanted him to, um, I wanted him to rock this suit was because one, I knew that a lot of kids were going to get on him. Ah, look at this old uh, Steve Urkel looking at, look, look at this old, uh, and you know, geeky, look at it, he got this suit on, look, you going to church. Like I knew he was going to get made fun of, but in that time, if he understood that he knew what was coming, he could mentally prepare for the harassment and the jokes and the laughter coming towards him and he would desensitize and we would work on that. Well, there's more to it. Um, There's also dressing for success because a way that you dress, you walk and you talk and you behave a certain way. Uh, If I were to put on some Jordans and some baggy sweats, I would carry myself a certain way. If I walked in my suit and my, you know, my fitted pants and my, you know, my suspenders, I would carry myself differently most likely because i'm wearing my brand on my cufflinks or on the back of my jacket m2m but nevertheless the way you dress is it it really affects your confidence and i think i've talked about that in earlier episodes y'all check it out but he wasn't having it he wasn't having it 
And the main reason why he wasn't having it because he knew that he was not willing to take the harassment, the, the making fun of, of his peers. Like this goes to speak to the amount of uh, value that we place on other people's opinions. It's not just him as a teenage boy dealing with other teenagers and, and kids at his school, but it's us in general. We're just not willing to make that sacrifice of our image uh, to better ourselves. So one of the first steps to improving, that's a, a little segue into negative thoughts. To improving uh, your confidence is to identify and challenge your negative thoughts that come in. Like embrace them. There's other therapists, clinicians, and research that may say show that push them out and uh, replace those negative thoughts with positive affirmations. And yes, we want to do that. But first we want to identify what are those negative beliefs and those thoughts coming in and put them on paper. And let's look at them. It's like facing the elephant in the room. It's like seeing your enemy in the face and looking them directly in their eye before you defeat them. That's exactly what this is. These thoughts can be anything from uh, I'm not good enough uh, to I'll never be successful. I look ugly. I'm too skinny. I, I, I need muscles. My face is all bumpy with this acne. A lot of that is, is me, uh, to be honest, when I was a kid. Start by writing down these thoughts and then ask yourself if they are true. And chances are a lot of them, they just aren't. Replace them with positive affirmations such as I am capable and I am worthy or I can achieve my goals or I can look better if I get braces because my teeth were super crooked and I refused to get them at a young age because again, I didn't want to get bullied and make fun of, made fun of in elementary and middle school. So when I grew up to high school, my teeth were jacked up. But my mom and dad, they, they, you know, hey, do you want to get braces? Will you wear braces? Do you want to fix your teeth? I said, no, I was young. I was immature and I regretted it at a later age. I was 27 years, 26 or 27, somewhere around there when I put braces on my teeth and I, got, I fixed my smile. Okay. So I, I say all that to tell you that we have all been placed in uh, a mental funk in our young adult, our teenage years, and even in our adulthood with our confidence and self-esteem, especially with the onset of social media just coming onto mainstream. So uh, we all deal with this. We all deal with this self-esteem and confidence. But, you know, one of the, the main things that we have to do is establish what it is coming into our mindset, our brains, our heads. What is that mental funk that is coming in? And write it down. Write it down. Look it square in the eyes. And we're going to prepare to defeat this, this enemy. We'll be back after this brief message. Hey, if you're a first-time listener to uh, Therapy Swag Radio, I want you to head over to therapyswag.club, click on products. There is a book there. 
and it's a link to Amazon and you can order that book. You can send it to a loved one. If they are incarcerated, send it to their facility. If someone has children, make sure that you send that book to them because not only is it just a read, it's an intervention for both uh, parents and their children, teenagers. It's also an intervention for those who want to turn their minor setback into major comeback. I tell my story of how I did it, and I give you the skills, tools, tricks, and strategies on how you can do the same thing. So be sure to head over to therapyswag.club, click at the link at the very top that says products, order that book for yourself or a loved one, and make sure it is put to use. Thank you. Yo, this is uh, segment two, I, I guess. Uh, this segment two, I wanted to kick off talking about uh, identifying negative thoughts and, 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 and self-beliefs. But before we get into that, I want to share a story. I recently um, kind of adopted this kid as my mentee, and, and I brought him on the team. And one of the things that I was trying to do was teach him about um, self-esteem, confidence, and uh, standing out from the crowd, being him. And one of the things that I challenged him to do was put on a suit, wear a suit at least like once a month. And I was going to buy that suit for him. I was prepared to pay like $400 to $1,000. He was a big guy. He's, he's a big kid. He's a big kid. And so one of the reasons why I wanted him to, um, I wanted him to rock this suit was because one, I knew that a lot of kids were going to get on him. Ah, look at this old uh, Steve Urkel looking at, look, look at this old, uh, and you know, geeky, look at, you know, he got this suit on, look, you going to church. Like I knew he was going to get made fun of, but in that time, if he understood that he knew what was coming, he could mentally prepare for the harassment and the jokes and the laughter coming towards him and he would desensitize and we would work on that. Well, there's more to it. Um, There's also dressing for success because a way that you dress, you walk and you talk and you behave a certain way. Uh, If I were to put on some Jordans and some baggy sweats, I would carry myself a certain way. If I walked in my suit and my, you know, my fitted pants and my, you know, my suspenders, I would carry myself differently most likely because i'm wearing my brand on my cufflinks or on the back of my jacket m2m but nevertheless the way you dress is it it really affects your confidence and i think i've talked about that in earlier episodes y'all check it out but he wasn't having it he wasn't having it and the main reason why he wasn't having it because he knew that he was not willing to take the harassment, the the making fun of, of his peers. Like this goes to speak to the amount of uh, value that we place on other people's opinions. It's not just him as a teenage boy dealing with other teenagers and, and kids at his school, but it's us in general. We're just not willing to make that sacrifice of our image uh, to better ourselves. So one of the first steps to improving, that's a a little segue into negative thoughts to improving uh, your confidence is to identify and challenge your negative thoughts that come in, like embrace them. There's other therapists, clinicians and research that may say show that push them out and uh, replace those negative thoughts with positive affirmations. And yes, we want to do that. But first, we want to identify 
what are those negative beliefs and those thoughts coming in and put them on paper and let's look at them. It's like facing the elephant in the room. It's like seeing your enemy in the face and looking them directly in their eye before you defeat them. That's exactly what this is. These thoughts can be anything from uh, I'm not good enough uh, to I'll never be successful. I look ugly. I'm too skinny. I, I, I need muscles. My face is all bumpy with this acne. I, a lot of that is, is me, uh, to be honest, when I was a kid. Start by writing down these thoughts and then ask yourself if they are true. And chances are a lot of them, they just aren't. Replace them with positive affirmations such as I am capable and I am worthy or I can achieve my goals or I can look better if I get braces because my teeth were super crooked and I refused to get them at a young age because again, I didn't want to get bullied and make fun of, made fun of in elementary and middle school. So when I grew up to high school, my teeth were jacked up. But my mom and dad, they, they, you know, hey, do you want to get braces? Will you wear braces? Do you want to fix your teeth? I said, no, I was young. I was immature and I regretted it at a later age. I was 27 years, 26 or 27, somewhere around there when I put braces on my teeth and I got, I fixed my smile. Okay. So I, I say all that to tell you that we have all been placed in uh, a mental funk in our young adult, our teenage years, and even in our adulthood with our confidence and self-esteem, especially with the onset of social media, just coming onto mainstream. So uh, we all deal with this. We all deal with this self-esteem and confidence. But, you know, one of the, the main things that we have to do is establish what it is coming into our mindset, our brains, our heads. What is that mental funk that is coming in? And write it down. Write it down. Look it square in the eyes. And we're going to prepare to defeat this, this enemy. We'll be back after this brief message. Thank you.